Welcome to The Storytellers, the radio show and podcast that features those who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. I'm your host, Grace Salmon. I look forward to our time together today. Now, let's meet our storyteller. Welcome to episode 81 of The Storytellers with Jocelyn Jones, artist extraordinaire. Jocelyn is a much sought after acting coach for over 30 years with Hollywood A-listers and those who are just starting out. She is frequently known as Hollywood's secret weapon to some of the biggest movie stars in the industry. She is also a confidential consultant on some of the highest grossing movie pictures of all time. I've been lucky enough to read her amazing novel, not novel, memoir, artist, which we're going to start out right away by welcoming Jocelyn Jones to the Storyteller's Microphone, and we're going to talk about the hands on the front of your book and the hands behind me. Jocelyn, welcome to the Storyteller's Microphone. Thank you. I'm very honored to be here. I love your mission. I love what you're doing for writers. I, I pretty much uh, support everything you're doing. I think you're tremendous. Oh, well, thank you so much. You could tell how excited I was. I knocked over the microphone right away. So, um, this has been a long anticipated um, episode of The Storytellers. We were supposed to record originally way back, I think, in October or November. But it gave me the opportunity to actually reread your amazing memoir. So let's start off, though, with the cover and these fabulous hands, because you could tell I connected with you right away. Let's yeah. talk about your book. Okay. Well, the hands specifically, um, you know, I, uh, in my husband's office, my husband and I write together and we write separately. And in his office, uh, he has a photograph of one of those hands, a single hand, which I have always loved. And uh, I learned that these hands come from uh, Cavos Las Manos, Cave of Hands mm -hmm. in Patagonia. And uh, they're some 60 plus thousand years old. They are man's first expression of himself. We've seen the cave painting, paintings that are older and they tell the story of the hunt. But for a person to put their hand on a cave wall and, and they blew paint around it. So they were stenciled um, to say, you know, my hand, therefore I am. It is tremendously moving for me. So I started looking at all those pictures. And at one point, I tried to convince my husband, we have to go to Patagonia to take a photograph of these hands. So I have my own photograph. And uh, we haven't done that yet. But I think they're quite extraordinary. And I think they reverberate in the heart of everyone who looks at them, which is kind of what I wanted. They also exist all over the world, Grace, including in the United States. They found them in the United States. So how, you know, man, that kind of eclectic collective uh, impulse in art, you know, has been going on, you know, throughout human and existence. And that desire, which you talk so beautifully in your memoir about, that desire, that urge, that need to create and to leave our mark. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is a life, you know, really? I, I wrote the book because I do believe there's an artist in everyone. And I believe that your first masterpiece is your life. And if you look at your life 
as, okay, this is my canvas and I am taking responsibility for it and I'm going to put there what I want. The only really profound question can, is really, if you could have anything in the world barring all obstacle, what would that be? What do you really want? And that you're, it, you're, it's possible to continue to ask yourself that question in meditation and in stillness until something moves in you and you go, oh, what's that? You know, Because many times what people really want, they're afraid to admit to themselves. So your book was so moving to me, Jocelyn, on so many levels. I picked it up because, you know, I knew that I would have the opportunity to meet with you and talk about that. But I started on page one, started turning down pages and underlining. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the whole book is filled for me with those. And I love that you are an artist in your own right in many ways, but you know, you are no stranger. You've done 40 films, over 300 television episodes. Why this book and why teaching for you? I think I, I found that very interesting that you wouldn't just, and I always hate to use the word just, that you wouldn't just continue on that career of acting. Tell me about that. Okay. Well, the, I can't remember what the statistics were on films and televisions, but I think they were my dad's. I, I didn't do 300 shows, but he oh. did under television. But that that's fine. Um, I just wanted to clear that up. So teaching, why teaching? You know, we, we have uh, paths in life. You know, we have that. I always knew I would teach. And what was interesting is, you know, I had a terrible time in school and I was thrown out of most of the schools I went to. And one of the reasons was that I was pretty uh, demanding of teachers. I demanded that they capture my interest and that they let me know that they loved their subject and that they intended to deliver this subject that they were passionate about to each individual in the room because I spotted early on that people receive things differently and so as a teacher later you know I used to say to my students I only teach about you know 40 things but I teach them in about 40,000 different ways because they land on people and you know there's you know something and then you know something and then you know something there are levels of of certainty uh and how a message may may strike us and help us. So uh, I, I don't know. I always thought I would teach one day, and it's a subject that I understood. Um, recently, I was talking to my husband about puzzles. You know, as a kid, I, I was obsessed with puzzles, and we had this big uh, chest, toy chest, but it was filled with puzzles, you know, those metal things mm -hmm. that you have to find the right way, every kind of puzzle. And I used to sit on a rainy day and do all of them and lay them up on the stone steps in front of the terrace and be so proud of all these puzzles. Well, it's a thing, you know, I think that's part of teaching. It's, you know, to taking things, you know, apart and putting them back together and how does this fit and how will this information impinge on this student? And, you know, you, you're delivering technique 
But just like we all learn to read differently, we all take in technique very differently. And what technique works for one person doesn't work for another person. So, you know, my theory on teaching is you give them all of the tools and you make sure that they know how, what the tool is all about and how they can use it. And then they will end up using the tools that are most effective for them. I was struck in your book because in your bio and slightly in your book, but more so in your bio, you talk about all the A-list people, but you're very humble. You, you certainly don't share that type of story in the book. So is there also this, I get this incredible sense of humility from you as well in terms of your work. Is that accurate? You know, that's a really lovely thing to say. I do practice that. I had a lot of teachers who came from on high, these kind of guru, you know, acting teachers are known for the, being this kind of a guru. And frankly, acting students tend to put acting teachers on pedestals. So I have to kind of knock that down purposefully, you know, don't, it's not about, and it's certainly not about me, it's about the student and helping the student. So there's that and there's, you know, I talk about the painters and the, these artists that I was raised with, but I don't mention their name. Um, the same thing with actors. I don't, I, I don't want to, uh, it's just not necessary. I'd like to stand on my own words and my own ground and my own knowledge. I don't, I don't need to, uh, to impress people with who, who I've met and known and been blessed to really study because and also when you teach, you know, you're learning, you learn at least as much when you teach. I know you know this because I know you're a I, teacher. I couldn't agree with you more on that point. I'm yeah. teaching a class on writing right now and it's very humbling. So yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you. And I, one of the things I also think about is, you know, when I talk about how I get to interview you and your breadth of work over 30 years. You started out as a very lonely child. I did. I did. And I, and one of the reasons I wanted to write the book, um, I keep a picture on my desk of that lonely child who's sort of my muse and everything I do, I do for her. And there's an exercise in the book about that, finding a picture of yourself and journaling uh, with a child in you, because most of us have you know, if we were helicopter parented, then we have this desperate need for freedom and to understand ourselves as individuals. And if we were ignored, you know, we are kind of left in a, a space of, uh, uh, am I worthy? Is there something wrong with me? This seems a natural order that your parents are, you know, they look at you and they you know, you see the joy in their faces. And uh, growing up with artists was a blessing, but also artists tend to be a little self-involved. And uh, in my time, the artists that I grew up with, they just kind of put their kids on the planet and said, go. And uh, so that's, it was lonely. And uh, I lived in nature. We lived with woods surrounding us. So I went to the woods and played in the woods all day and had made friends with trees and rocks and lizards and views and uh, finding, you know, Mohican uh, 
arrowheads. Do you remember finding arrowheads as a kid by the river? You know, all this treasure that is just there on the earth waiting for you to engage with it. If we are patient enough to observe it. Yes. Rushing by. So how did you get so smart? Your book is filled (laughs) with incredible life lessons. I started it thinking, okay, this is going to, how I could be a better actor. Maybe I'd be a better pod pod show host, but it is about creating this inner life. That really is your message. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how did you get that smart? It's channel. I, I heard it, you know, I've been sort of supported and believed in and trusted in uh, my higher self, in guides, uh, in collective uh, messages, in the collective, in the ether that need to be put into art right now. Um, And uh, so, you know, when I wrote the book, it was very fluid at times. And I would later read it and go, wow, I didn't realize I wrote that, you know. Uh, and and would enjoy it. So it's the same thing with my students. You know, my students would tell me, "Oh God, Jocelyn, you're you're you know psychic," and I get nervous being in front of you because I see like you see everything, and you know, it, it's just a matter of being open and listening. And but it all starts with stillness. You have to breathe into your heart and become still and open the space, and then anything can come in. And I wanted to teach that to others, how to and do have, that. have done so very successfully. Now you have a documentary series coming out. Talk to us about that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Well, that's been three years in the making. And I, I, it's really hard to believe, but we are finished. It's Yay. all coming back from post-production where they work on the color and the sound and perfect things. And uh, so it will be available probably in about a month. We have to build the website to um, stream it from. And uh, I think it'll be available in around a month. It's 16 episodes. It's uh, about a master class that I taught uh, many of the actors. And you get to know the actors because we interview them, which is kind of great. And in the interviews, you'll hear like, well, I've studied with Jocelyn, you know, for 20 years. I've studied with Jocelyn for eight years. And, you know, they, 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 the people, when I opened up that class, cause I hadn't taught in two years, it was closed in about 24, 48 hours. And it was the people who uh, have studied with me for a long time. And they didn't even know we were going to film it. I didn't even know I was going to film it. You know, it came, you know, when you're going in the right direction, the new universe really offers up things for you to help you along that journey like messages like well why don't you film it well okay well what would the insurance be on the cameras that we rented oh no we're not going to film it we're not can't pay that insurance so then we uh, took all of the tuition and bought the film equipment and my husband is a director he's a television director he's directed quite a bit And he also is a professor at USC and he teaches filmmaking. And I had asked him years ago to bring that to the studio for actors. And he did two or three, I think, 16 week programs to 
And we made filmmakers. People left acting and became directors and people left acting and became camera and editors. And, you know, it's the same thing that happens at USC. It opens your world to, oh, I like this part. I like this part. I want to film. So we had built in camera people from that class. So we put three cameras and, you know, we have lights and sound and everything at the theater. So it, 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 we're pretty proud of it. It's, I don't think anyone's ever done anything like this for an acting class. And there's a reason for it because it takes three years to edit. <laughs> so. so it's a 16 part series. And I imagine that even though it's an acting class, like your book, there are probably some pretty profound life lessons in there. I think yes. so. And I think it's, you know, it comes out of the book. It's sort of, they all kind of, they bloomed together, so to speak. Um, yes. And there's pieces of the book in there. I think what's valuable to people who are not actors, I mean, directors, I, you know, we're getting endorsements for it now that are pretty powerful and directors find it, you know, they don't know what actors do. People don't know what goes on in an acting class, except for these series that are very, uh, nasty about acting teachers and the acting class and how silly it is. People have made fun of acting class for a long time. And I wanted to put out something that showed you what a real professional acting class looks like. And the commitment from the actors, Grace, is just extraordinary. I mean, you know, I have high expectations. These are professional actors. So I asked them to bring me the scene complete. You know, you do everything you know how to do to this scene. So I can give you a critique, not on what you didn't take the time to do. I knew to do it, but I didn't take the time to do it. So they're like small pieces of theater. The scenes are 10 minutes long, sometimes 20 minutes long. They have, you know, furniture, set pieces, props, lights, sound. Uh, they're very committed and they are beautiful actors. I mean, I would look at these scenes edited and I would go, well, what am I going to say? That's just beautiful work, you know? And then the critique would come up and I go, oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> so, so you draw a distinction between how acting classes are portrayed and what really happens. And you talk about commitment, but what else is going on in there that differentiates? I think care. I think it's taken me a long time to hone in on humility. And this is not about me. It's about you and listening and seeing people at their best and then helping them to achieve that is a gift. It's not, I tell them all the time, it's not me. Stop going, oh, Jocelyn, it's not me. It's, it's a gift. It, it, it's seamless. It's been there for a long time. And you talk too, and, and I think this leads back to something you said earlier about when you're going in the right direction, you know, the universe has a way of taking you in that direction. Talk a little bit about manifesting because you and I've had conversations about that before. Yes. Well, here's something too. As a child, I was lonely because I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel seen. All I needed was somebody to see me. We all need people to see us, really see us. That's why when you look at a baby and you lock eyes with them and you tell them, you know, I see you, they just light up because that's all we need on the earth. 
is to be seen as people and we can flourish. And so then I ended up manifesting a career where I would see others, lots of others, and they would feel that I had seen them. Um, so that was, that's my big manifestation, I think. Uh, and I think, you know, for me, manifestation is being very clear on what you want and then beginning acting as if you already have it, because that will guide you. If, if you already have it, you start doing the things you would do if you already had it. And that is a high vibration. You keep your vibration high, not low. You don't run around in the muck of I'll never work again. And I haven't had an audition in a year and a half. No, I'm an actor. I do the things that actors do and I do them every day. And if you don't know the things that actors do, it's pretty easy to find out. And I do those things every day and I keep myself in joy and a high vibration. And then you know, it's law of attraction. It will come to you. It will, the right connections will begin to occur. Well, you do the most amazing job of seeing other people and bringing them to that higher self. I can't tell you how grateful I am that you and I met, that I've had the opportunity to read Artist. I want everybody to go out and get it, whether you think you're an artist or not, you're living a life that you're creating. You get to turn down all the pages. Jocelyn Jones, <laughs> Thank you for being on the Storytellers with me today. Thank you, Grace. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed it. It's beautiful. Thank you. This has been a copyrighted episode of the Storytellers by Grace Salmon and Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network. That concludes this episode of the Storytellers. I'm so glad you could be part of the story today. I hope you share the stories, tell your own, and come back for another episode. Because when our stories are told... Everything changes. I'm Grace Salmon.